Catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com. If you grew up in Nigeria, I'm sure that you will know that we have used this word interchangeably. We have used the flu, fever, and malaria. I think, in fact, a whole lot of times we just refer to everything as malaria. You have a cold, eh? It must be malaria. You have a fever, it must be malaria. Anyway, in coming weeks, we are going to be discussing all three and some common misconceptions about them. In fact, in times to come, we are going to be discussing and debunking a lot of misconceptions about a lot of things that involve our health. Anyway, you are welcome to Chris Control with me, Daniel, on Africa Tech Radio. Today, we are discussing the flu. And the first thing that we are going to ask is, what is the flu? What is a flu? What is the flu? The flu is also called influenza and is an infection of the nose, the throat and the lungs, which are parts of the respiratory system. In other words, the flu is an infection of the respiratory system and the flu is caused by a virus. So now there is this flu for the respiratory system and there's also a stomach flu. In fact, there's some other types of flu, but today we're discussing the flu of the respiratory system. You know, what is funny, I feel like the reason why a lot of people do not take the flu seriously is because most times we get better on our own. But sometimes influenza can be very deadly and especially because of the complications now some people or there are some group of people that are at risk of having flu complications you know how when um covid19 came and it was at the hardest they were like there's some people that were more susceptible that's more vulnerable to have um covid19 than the other so it's the same thing as the flu there's some people that are more likely to have the flu than the other an example of these people are young children, especially those around the age of 12 months and younger. So from the, a baby from babies to about 12 months are very vulnerable to this. People who plan to be pregnant, who are pregnant, or have just given birth, especially during the flu season. Adults older than the age of 65. People who work or live in facilities with many residences. This could be nursing homes, military barracks. Even estates, especially all those estates that can have like so much houses and they are clogged. People that work in hospitals and so on. Some other group of people that are at high risk of complications for flu include people with a weakened immune system, people that have the BMI, that's body mass index of about 40 or higher. If you, know what, if you don't know what the BMI is, it's simply your weight and your height. This is what... So also people that have nervous system disorders or conditions that changes how the brain processes information. People with certain medical conditions such as chronic illnesses, asthma, heart diseases, kidney diseases, liver diseases and diabetes. People who have had stroke, people who are younger than 20 years of age and are receiving long-term aspirin therapy. There's a whole lot of people that are susceptible to having the flu not just the flu because we all have the flu but people that are at high risk of having flu with deadly complications you know some of the ways that you can prevent it is i think one of not prevent per se but one of the ways that it can be managed is through animal vaccination so animal vaccination is the primary and most effective way to prevent influenza and influenza associated complications especially for people in the high risk group and although it's not like 100% effective, it lowers the chances of having severe complications from the flu. And this is this is especially for people that are at high risk of flu complications. And so how does the flu, how do you know you have the flu, right? You know, at first it might seem like 
you have a cold you know you have runny nose sneezing and sore throat which this particular symptom is something that we also say oh, people that have malaria have you know when you start having sore throat and maybe a runny nose or something people are like ah it is a sign of it's a sign of malaria please it's not necessarily malaria but the difference between a cold and the flu is that colds tend to start slowly but flu tends to come on very quickly and while the cold can make you feel you know how we feel when we have the cold your nose is blocked and everything and you feel very bad imagine this and imagine times two where you have the flu common symptoms of the flu are but not always fever as well as aching muscles chills and sweats some other symptoms are headache dry and persistent cough shortness of breath tiredness and weakness runny or stuffy nose you know how it feels when when one of your nose is blocked and the other one is runny and it's interchanging especially the midnight when you're trying to sleep and it feels like air is entering through one nose and the other nose is blocked yes then we have sore throat high the eye pain eye pain vomiting and diarrhea are also flu symptoms but they're more common in children than in adults you want to know when best to see a doctor the best time to see a doctor is so basically when you have the flu you can treat yourself at home it doesn't necessarily need healthcare you know how we just treat ourselves a lot of drugs say if you don't get better after three days go to your doctor so if you have this flu you can usually treat yourself at home over the counter drugs like maybe cough medicine cold medicine you know how we always jump and use maybe pro cold or some other drugs yes this can usually work but if you have these symptoms and you're at high risk of complications, just see your medical practitioner, just see your healthcare professional immediately because it's better to be safe than to be sorry. But another thing is, even if you're not at high risk, if you have some emergency symptoms of the flu, it's best to get medical care right away. For instance, some emergency symptoms can be short, difficulty of um, difficulty breathing, shortness of breath. If you have chest pain, if you're feeling dizzy, you're having seizures, your medical conditions, your former medical conditions are worsening. You have like very weak muscles, like having like severe weakness and muscle pain. For that's for adults, but in children, it can be like your lips are changing color, your lips and your nails are. And like your nails your your nails your lips they're changing color yeah this is apart from the other ones like that the shortness of breath and every other thing it's like time to see the doctor even dehydration actually so we know that this flu can be something that is hard like that a lot of people have had or people have but it's better to be safe and sorry just really just go to the hospital so if you have ever had a flu you know how sick that you can be and chances are that some of the advices that friends and family gave you to avoid or to deal with the flu are wrong so there seems to be no shortage of bad advice or information when it comes to dealing with the flu so today we are going to be talking about some misconceptions some myths in fact like some things that you have heard about flu that are wrong because we hear a lot you know old wife tales and everybody just seems to have idea about something and they're not necessarily true so today we're going to be discussing that and debunking them so here are 10 
common misconceptions that you're afraid about the flu number one you can catch the flu from the vaccine how now i mean how now you know how we know like a lot of because it's gotten from the flu it can be gotten from a virus and we know how some parts of the virus is taken to create a vaccine or to create the antidote people feel like you can get virus from the vaccine this is not true because the flu shot is made from an inactivated virus that cannot transmit infection so people get sick after receiving a flu vaccination we're going to get sick anyway it, it takes a week or two to get protection from the vaccine but people just assume that because they got sick after getting the vaccine the flu shot caused the illness no you were just going to be sick anyway you know i mentioned earlier that there's an annual vaccination for the flu yes so annual vaccination number two says that healthy people do not need to be vaccinated the vaccination is not a cure the vaccination is a prevention so how do you know you're 100 healthy for something that you've not had yet so it is important for people who have chronic illnesses to get the flu shots anyone even people that are healthy or supposedly healthy can benefit from being vaccinated in fact it is recommended that we get yearly vaccination against influenza for everyone older than six months of age including pregnant women another one says that number three says that getting the flu vaccination is all that you need to protect yourself from the flu this is a lie the number of steps that you can take to protect yourself is like saying that getting a malaria vaccine, which we do not have commonly, but getting a malaria vaccine would save you from malaria. It's not yellow fever. You know, when we get yellow fever vaccines, it's supposed to save us from getting yellow fever, but it doesn't work the same because yellow fever vaccine is once and for life, right? But the flu vaccine is every year, so you can imagine that it doesn't really save you. So there are lots of things that you can do during the flu season to protect yourself besides vaccination. This includes avoiding people who have the flu because the flu is highly contagious. Wash your hands frequently. Consider taking antiviral medications if you are exposed to or you have been exposed to the flu before being vaccinated. I think this is one of the worst myths of all is that the flu is just a bad cold. Even though influenza may have bad cold symptoms like sore throat, runny nose, sneezing, sneezing, cough, and so on, a lot of people get hospitalized from the flu. In fact, a lot of people have died from having the flu. Yes, it may seem like too, too basic for it to kill people, but headaches kill people so imagine the flu i think there was one year i don't have my facts right so but there was one year i think 1800s or something that the flu came and killed a whole lot of people like it almost wiped away the whole country or something i'm going to get my facts right and i'm going to tell you about it it's not too late to get a vaccine short even if it doesn't prevent you from getting the flu it decreases the chance of severe symptoms Another myth is that you cannot spread the flu if you are feeling well. Actually, 20 to 30% of people carrying influenza virus have no symptoms. So it means that you can be a carrier without being aware. So it's best that you get vaccinated for the flu and you're very, you know, you wash your hands, you're very careful with how you shake people, how you do such a thing. Like a lot of things. Just be very careful, actually. Very, very careful. And take drugs. Another myth is that you cannot get the flu if you, you don't need to get a flu shot every year. 
the influenza virus changes it mutates each year so it's like i, I keep saying covid19 because you know how we had we have had like different variants of covid19 yeah the flu too it works like that so the influenza virus changes you know it mutates every year so getting vaccinated each year is important to make sure that you have immunity against the strains most likely to cause an outbreak so this says that you can catch a flu from going out in the cold weather without covering with wet hair or sitting near like the cold no that's a lie the only way to catch a flu is by being exposed to the influenza virus so because the flu season coincides with the cold weather a lot of people often associate the flu with a cold windy environment but they are not related so the 1918 to 1919 influenza pandemic killed more people in absolute number than any other disease outbreak in history the estimated death toll was about 21 million a figure that persists in the media till today but it still understates the real number it says in fact that it was not it was hardly the first influenza pandemic nor was it the only lethal one but this one started very mild and then it became a spring wave and it was so mild that physicians wondered if the disease was actually the influenza see it's just further like proves my point about how you can be healthy and be a carrier you know it might seem healthy and be a carrier and that also you need the influenza is not a joke the influenza is not a joke it can it can be deadly yes another myth is that if you feed the cold a cold you starve a fever so it says that if you have a flu or a cold and a fever you need more fluids i mean there's really really little reason to increase or decrease how much you eat i mean you will not have appetite but you don't have to starve yourself by drinking just fluids eat in fact a poor nutrition will not help you get any better and this one is so funny it says that a lie is that chicken soup will speed your recovery from the flu Hot liquid can suit aged sore throats and provide the much needed fluids. But chicken soup has no other specific qualities, whether it's a meat stew or a meat soup or a fish soup or a duck soup or any type of soup. It doesn't change the fact that you still have the flu. Another one says that if you have a high fever with the flu that lasts more than one or two days, antibiotics might be necessary antibiotics work well against bacteria but they're not infective against a viral infection like the flu but then again some people develop a bacterial infection as complication of the flu so it may be a good idea to get checked out if your symptoms drag or worsen you see how i said get checked out and not use i didn't say use antibiotics because I think I'm still going to have a conversation about antibiotics, misconceptions about antibiotics and the fact. I think I'm also going to do that because the antibiotics like aspirin and paracetamol are one of the most abused drugs in history. They are so, okay, maybe not history, but in Nigeria. We use it. You have a rash, use antibiotics. You have a cough, use antibiotics. You have a this, use antibiotics. You have a that, use antibiotics. We need to have this discussion. Please stop using antibiotics like that. Some people even advise using antibiotics as morning after pills. I mean, really, really. You're just, you're just, you're, you're just forming a resistance against the antibiotics when your body really needs them. But that is a conversation for another day. 
So anyway, the flu is a good example of how medical myths can get in the way of good medical care. When it's flu season, take the necessary steps to stay healthy. And this includes separating facts from myths. Until I come your way the next time, keep listening to Africa Tech Radio. It's still Chris Control with Midday Daniel. Don't forget to follow us on all our social media platforms at Africa Tech Radio and to check us out on all streaming platforms. We are Africa Tech Radio. Of course, we have all the information that you need about everyday tech and all forms of technology. We are Africa Tech Radio. Of course, the conversation never stops. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com.